Boy, to be in the will of God. Nothing greater, nothing better for our lives. If you would tonight, I have to remember you don't have a slide to go by. If you would, turn to Hosea chapter number 4. Y'all do know where that's at? Hosea. Hosea. Are you listening? Chapter number 4. James Allen, look at where Hosea is in the Bible. Y'all were going to have to lay hands on him and pray. Chapter number 4 tonight. And if you would stand when you found your place. You say, what in the world are we doing there tonight on Sunday night? I mean, come on, what in the world are we going to look at the negative for? Well, I can tell you this. We see a bad condition. We see a bad condition. But praise God, we don't have to follow the bad condition. Chapter number 4, beginning at verse number 1, and we'll read down through verse number 5. Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. For the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. By swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out and blood toucheth blood. Therefore shall the land mourn, and every one that dwelleth therein shall languish. With the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven, yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. Yet let no man strive nor reprove another, for thy people are as they that strive with the priest. Therefore shalt thou fall in the day, and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. Boy, what a picture of sin. What a picture of judgment tonight. And I know the first thing you're thinking is, man, I came out on Sunday night to hear about sin and judgment. But that ain't the only place we're going to be at tonight. Because praise God, we don't have to live that way. Praise God, we don't have to be those people. Let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this day that you've given us. God, I thank you for every, God, every piece and part of worship, God. God, everything that you've allowed us to be a part of and experience today, God, to feel the stirring, God, of your Holy Spirit. God, I thank you. God, I praise you tonight. God, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you for the example of your word. Oh, God, that we can have that truth, God, your truth. God, we can experience your mercy, God, that we can gain the knowledge, God, not of this world, but the knowledge of you. So, God, I pray tonight. God, I pray tonight we'll find ourselves faithful, Lord. Faithful, Lord. Faithful, God, to your truth. God, to your mercy. And God, to your knowledge. God, help us tonight. Open us up, God. Do a work in our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. We see here in Hosea chapter number 4, we see a bad, bad condition. And I know many of you, the first thought you may go to is, boy, you're, we're talking about the children of Israel. What's that 
got to do with us. And I got to tell you, the more I uh, look at chapter number 4, the more I see the country in which I live. Now listen to me. Hey, I'm pro-USA all the way. I'm red, white, and blue, stars and stripes. I, listen, I'm for every, listen, I'm for this country all the way, folks. But can I tell you, there's a lot of sin in our land today. Boy, it has really run rampant. And when we uh, read this passage of Scripture, we don't have to look very far. And we can see ourselves tonight. We can see this country tonight. Boy, we can, boy, we, we can look outside those doors and see this very thing going on, folks. And that's depressing, isn't it? Boy, that's bad to think about. That should break our heart. That should give us a burden, folks. Notice the three things that are mentioned here tonight. Because, boy, do they, but they correlate with exactly what we see today. Verse number one, hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. For the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land, because there is no truth. There is no truth. Boy, we don't have to look very far to see that there's a lack of truth in the land. Oh, there's a lack of truth in the land. What do you mean by truth, preacher? Well, who is all truth? All we've got to do is go down to the Word and what it is. Truth is the Lord Jesus Christ. It is God Almighty. He is truth, folks. He is truth. We live in a world and we live in a society just as it was then that they wanted to put away the truth of God, the truth of who He is. And boy, have we seen it in our day. Everywhere you turn, we're banning this and we're banning that. i got to tell you, I'm sick and tired of seeing all the banning, folks. I believe the people ought to God ought to start planting some more stuff. Amen? Boy, we ought to stand up and just get it done. But there's a... Lack of truth. We see that in verse number 2. What is it? By swearing and lying, killing and stealing, and committing adultery, they break out and blood toucheth blood. Boy, I've never seen a time, and you can say we've seen it for years. I don't know. I'm young. Amen? Oh, come on now. Y'all help me out a little bit. Amen. <laughs> but in what time I've... Seen, boy, I ain't got to look very far to see these very sinful things, folks. Oh, we, and it really, it isn't just a matter of being hidden sin anymore. People aren't trying to hide it. They're doing it openly. I mean, really, I, I go back just a few years where at the corner gas station, a, a man was uh, robbed and murdered for 25 cents. Right there in open public, folks. Blood touching blood. Mm. Boy, our value of life. What is it? It's a lack of truth, folks. A lack of truth. And I said this morning, you know, what is in the heart, it's all about the heart of man. And, and listen, you might not want to hear it again, but it is the truth. It is the heart of man that causes these problems. It's the heart of man who chooses to turn away from God and to sin and reject Him. And tonight, here's, the, here's the, just the raw truth. If you're living in sin, guess what? It's because you've rejected the things of God. Boy, that's something we don't like to hear, is it? 
Sure don't feel good, does it? I have to remind myself when, listen, it's all about me and I'm not about the things of God. Guess what? It's so easy to sin. It's so easy to turn away the truths of God. And every time there's a lack of truth, there's great sin, folks. You can go back as far as you want to go. I, I said this morning, you can go back to the garden. Listen, any time God is removed from your uh, heart, God is removed from your thoughts and your mind, listen, we should be under the control of the Holy Spirit of God. And when we're not under the control and the leadership and the guidance of the Holy Spirit of God, that's when we get in trouble. Man, when our eyes are not focused upon the truth of God's Word, I, I look at just that truth alone, the truth of God's Word. You get away from God's Word and tell me how long it takes you not to care or to consider or to think about the things of God. I know because I've been there, folks. I have been there. And when we turn it off and listen, and, and we can say this, I did a 30-day thread, thread, shred, whatever you want to call that thing uh, uh, that some people were doing to start the year with. I'll be honest with you, I threw that thing out the window because that tree that it was supposed to be turned into nothing but mush. Listen, if you can read the Bible and graph some stuff in 30 days, that's great. You go ahead and do that. But I want a little bit of focus on the Word, Amen. Now, granted, anybody watching or anybody here that's done it in 30 days, praise God you did. But I think I'm on day four at day 34, all right? <laughs> I'm taking my time, amen. Amen. I want to study the Word of God. Why? Because, hey, how can we gain truth if, if we're not studying the Word? Hey, we can speed through it all we want to. You can come and say, well, I've read the Bible uh, 200 times. Well, praise God you have, but what did you get out of it? There's a lack of truth. A lack of truth. You say, well, what parts of the Bible was at that time? Don't tell me they didn't know what God had to say. Mm. A lack of truth. We see it, boy, in the immorality and the sin all around us. Just open sin and lack of truth. Number two there you see. There is no truth. No mercy. No mercy. You say, I don't know what that means. Will you just anger somebody just a little bit and see how mercy, much mercy they give you? Hmm? I just mentioned the value of life. And I can tell you, we are a people that are so quick just to disown, disown people and kick them to the curb and kick them to the side. And Listen, we can sit and say that we don't do that, but God help us. Somebody sin against us and watch out, they're in trouble. Woe is me, folks. I'm not pointing at you, I'm saying woe is me tonight. God help us. God help us to love people. God help us to have mercy on people. A lack of mercy. I think tonight about the very fact of what we're doing, a women's resource center and abortion. And listen... Uh, I know I'm probably aggressive about it, but I really don't care. I'm not apologizing for it. Listen, for the one who said that abortion is health care, boy, there's a sickening problem in this country for somebody to say that. Abortion is not health care. Abortion is murder, folks. It's murder. We've got to take a stand on the line. 
Oh, isn't there enough of, isn't there enough of gray in the line? Isn't there, a, isn't there enough of all the watering down? God says it's murder, folks. God help us to stand. Mm. You say, where's the mercy and the grace? Guess what? The one... The one who had an abortion. Guess what? God stands ready. You hear this? Don't you miss this? God stands ready to forgive you and receive you as His own. Oh, I serve a God that forgives. Praise God, we serve a God that forgives. Oh, His grace is sufficient. I may not understand it. I may not be able to grasp it. But praise God, it's there. Praise God, it's there. A lack of mercy. Help us to stand, God. Help us to have mercy on other people. Hey, not to jump to conclusion, but hey, to offer love first. Mm. There's been so many times we're quick to judge, aren't we? It's quiet in here. Come on, y'all. I know I ain't alone. Mm. Huh? But we're so quick to judge. We're so quick, I said, to write people off and not show mercy at all. Such a lack of mercy. Can you imagine in that day, that's why there was no problem for them to kill. That was no problem for them to steal. They didn't care about anybody else. They cared about themselves. And as I look around, are we not in a self-centered society today? Oh, a, a, a society of entitlement. And listen, I'm not, I'm not up here giving you my opinion. I'm telling you that's what's out there. Boy, if you can't see it and haven't experienced it, open your eyes. It's the day in which we live. From the time that our children grow up, they're already comparing themselves to what they don't have to somebody else. I'm serious. And if you're not careful, you find yourself doing the same exact thing. Because I find myself doing the same exact thing. You know, it's amazing since Facebook has been able to put messages on and people are putting messages on. You know, there's preachers who literally have left the ministry, have quit and, and, and given up everything God called them to do because they didn't think they were popular enough. Oh, God help us. Oh, come on now. You know. Oh, it feels good to be loved, don't it? It feels good to be popular. It feels good to be favored, don't it? God, help us to be more concerned with where He wants us to be than where man wants us to be. If, hey, listen, if one person watches a feed, oh, it's worth it all. Hear me tonight. Isn't it? Isn't it? God, help us to be a humbled people. There was a lack of humbleness. That's why adultery could run rampant. Why? Because there was no concern, not only for what God thought about it, but there was no concern in hurting someone else. Think about it. Are we not living in that day? Blood toucheth blood. Well, we're so quick to strike, aren't we? Number three, we see that there is a lack of knowledge. There is no, no truth, nor mercy, nor knowledge of God in the land. Can I tell you, if you lack truth, you're certainly going to lack knowledge, folks. Hmm? The knowledge comes from God Himself. 
And can I tell you, that's a direct result from people not seeking God. Now, we could sit here and we could blame it all on the world. Couldn't we? Be easy to do, wouldn't it? Be easy to all gather up at the front door, pick up our hymnals and carry them to the front door with us and all throw them at the world, right? Line them up and stone them to death and blame it on them. But can I tell you tonight, lost people do what lost people do. The world does what the world does. And it's up to you and I, the church. Folks, the church that Jesus Christ ordained. This is His place. Y'all do realize that. We are His people. It's not their fault. It's our fault, folks. We've got to go out and reach them. Hmm? I wonder this. If there's nobody to preach, if there's nobody to teach, how will they ever hear? Oh, how will they ever hear, folks? It is a day in which we live. It's a time in which we must deal. We don't have a choice. It's where we are. And you might say, well, why don't we just give up then? Because we don't have to. I said we don't have to give up. Why? Because no matter how great sin is, it doesn't change how big God is. I'll say it again, it doesn't change how big God is. Sin can abound and do all it's going to do, but it does not change who God is. God's not dictated by man's sin. Oh, he's over there. I tell you, uh, the lesson for us tonight is found over in the, boy, the, the faith chapter in Hebrews chapter number 11. If y'all would, just uh, flip over there with me tonight. You say, uh, what do you mean, preacher? I, I, it comes down to faith, folks. It comes down to faith. I said this morning, it's living a life holy, pleasing unto God. But let me tell you something tonight. If we ain't got faith, what do we got? Look tonight at those that have gone on before us to, in this uh, chapter of faith. I'll read verse number uh, 6 of chapter number 11. But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. What did I say tonight? There is a lack of knowledge because there's a lack of seeking Him. Listen, a part of our faith has got to be seeking God. Seeking God. How can we ever know the will of will for our lives, God's will for our lives, if we're not willing to seek Him? What, what does it say about our faith when we can't seek Him? Hmm. God, help us to have faith. God, help us to believe. Oh, not a life of unbelief. Oh, that's, we can find that anywhere, amen? But a people who will stand up and believe. You say, well, how do we do that? Well, we see it all through here by faith. Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet moved with fear. God, I pray we fear the Lord. Listen, I, I don't mean like, God, I'm going to run and hide because I'm scared of you. No, I'm talking about a holy reverence to God. To take His Word serious. To hear it, listen to it, and heed it, folks. 
prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should afar receive for an inheritance, obeyed. Boy, I was going back and reading this this afternoon and just to think about Abraham and what it must have been like. I mean, he was successful already. And how many people, they live a successful life and God will call them to do something. And boy, they can't do it. They can't turn loose because, well, God, you've already blessed me. I mean, listen, if I'm going to go out, I mean, here he is, Abraham. He didn't know where he was going. Only that he was supposed to follow where God told him to go. See, if we'd reverse that, we'd understand we know exactly where we're going. We're going where God tells us to. Amen? Yes. But to have the kind of faith to be able to say, God, I don't even understand it all. Brother Buddy, I was thinking about Peter this afternoon and how we were looking at old Peter in Sunday school this morning and how Peter, yeah, he didn't listen to the Lord. He went on into the garden. We've got to have enough faith, listen, to trust him when it may not even make sense, folks. What's that got to do with Hosea 4? Because if we don't have the faith, we'll fall. Huh? We know it's going on. But if we're not careful, we'll be a part of it. Abraham. Was he perfect? Surely not. (laughs) But he had faith. He had faith. And let's not forget that God is a rewarder of those that will have faith. That'll stand. You know, I look back at, at Abraham and, yes, him not knowing at all. And, and Brother Leroy, as he went through that whole time period, not even realizing really what he was a part of. What am I telling you tonight? What God is doing in your life now may count years down the road. Matter of fact, you may be dead and gone if God tarries his coming. And yet your faith still may be shining Oh, leading somebody else. Leading somebody else. What a testimony just yesterday morning in our our men's breakfast. Praise God. Brother David stood up and he was talking about the time when they uh, built this uh, sanctuary and how they stepped out on faith and trusted God for it, not knowing exactly what all God would do with it. But then he said, now I can look back and I can see, listen to me, I can see what y'all are doing now and I know it was worth it all. It was worth it all. Oh, what a testimony. Oh, to have faith and to trust God completely. To trust Him completely. We have no idea what God wants to do with us. Truly, we've got to trust Him every step of the way. Oh, and yes, don't think that all the sin that's out in the world isn't going to try to creep in. We talked about temptations this morning. You better believe it. Some of y'all probably went home and got tempted in some way or another. Might have been with your lunch. Come on. 
You don't think the devil's going to try to destroy what God is doing here? <laughs> you don't think he's going to look? He's already looking for cracks, folks. Praise God, we're getting them filled in on the outside. Some of y'all ain't even noticed what we've been doing. What somebody's been doing, I ain't done nothing. Not as far as them cracks is concerned. God, help us to have faith. God, help us to believe and trust Him completely. Folks, it's not enough. You think about Abraham. Boy, if he would have just stopped short. Oh, it would have been a different story. Huh? Oh, yes. And I, I, just to think back when his name was Abram. And it was changed to Abraham. What a joke he must have seemed to be. You say, what do you mean? Well, I mean, how many kids did he have? Man, you, you're about to be the father of a whole nation. You ain't even, look what you got. Huh? A laughing stock to the world. Why? Because the world can't understand what God's up to. Listen, if they don't, listen, the world does not know him. Hear me. The world does not know him. That's why it's up to you to, and I to be faithful to him. Boy, to show a testimony. Oh, what would Hebrews 11 look like if those men had not been faithful? Huh? If Sarah would not have trusted God. And yes, I know she laughed about it. Boy, we've laughed about some of the things God told us He was going to do in our lives. Some of us cried about some of the things that God said we're going to do in our lives. Huh? Scare you half to death. Get you on your knees before God. Yes. But faith, folks, to trust Him. Oh, to trust Him, trust Him, trust Him. Oh, tonight, yes. Does it seem uh, dark? Yes. Does it seem troublesome outside these doors? Does it? Listen, I, I, I don't mean to. Uh, and this morning I was just thinking this. I don't mean that your life is uh, just easy peasy. I know it's rough. I know it's tough. I know you have bad days. I know some of you roll out of bed and hit the floor. Hmm? But if we'll be faithful, faithful to what God's called us to do. Boy, I look at some of you saints of God and I think about your children. Huh? Let's think about that. I think about your children. Oh, I think tonight about your grandchildren. What a testimony your life is before them. Huh? You don't, you don't, you, 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 maybe you're not even thinking about it tonight, but do you realize they know where you are tonight? Yes, you're in the house of God, worshiping the Lord. Folks, what a testimony. What a life lived of faith. What am I saying? We can't quit. We can't give up. We can't step aside. We can't take a break. You do realize taking a break is taking a step back. Oh, and God has not called us. To do that thing, I want to read on about this in verse nine. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, and in a, in a as in a, a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, and heirs with him of the same promise. There you are with his children. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. 
<laughs> oh, I wonder tonight, could we say we're doing the same? Oh, you say, preacher, I mean, I, I'm not passing through town. I got a home, huh? Oh, I'm talking about the foundation, huh? Is God in control of your home? Hmm. Is God in control of your life? Think about that tonight. Boy, the devil's drawn way too many away. Huh? Yes. Yes. But you and I have the opportunity to be faithful to stand. To stand. Whose builder and maker is God. Oh, can you say that tonight? Through faith also Sarah herself received strength that conceived seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age. Because she judged him faithful who had promised. Who had promised. Tonight I want to ask you this. Who holds the promise? Who holds the promise? <laughs> That's why we've got to keep going. We don't. We don't, have to hold, uh, we don't have to hold up the promise. We don't, we don't have to recreate the promise. The promise is already there. And it's by faith we'll be able to take hold of it. Yes, is it dark? Yes, is it hard? Is it gloomy outside? Is it troublesome? Boy, hey, does our health problems just seem to keep coming? But yet we can stay faithful. Yet we can stay faithful. So I ask you tonight. <laughs> I ask you tonight, are you in a place of faithfulness? Preacher, I'm here on Sunday night. What do you mean? Preacher, I mean, I, I'm here every Wednesday. Every, every time the door is open, I'm at church, preacher. Surely I'd be counted faithful. Can I say it's one thing to clock in and clock out. It's one thing to have a relationship with the Lord. So I, I ask you tonight, what's been on my heart is that we'd examine ourselves. We'd examine ourselves. We know it's troublesome out there. Hey, we know it's, a, we know it's bad out there. Hey, we know there's adultery and murder. We know that sin runs rampant out there. Somebody may have brought it in with them tonight. Oh, is this the place to lay it at the altar, though? Hmm? I ask you, how's your faith tonight? Hmm? Somebody's watching you. You know, the biggest person watching you is the Lord. <laughs> is the Lord. Oh, I ask you tonight, are we living a life pleasing unto Him? Sister, if you would, if you'd come and play, I, I want to ask you tonight if we could spend some time alone with the Lord. Examine our faithfulness. Examine our relationship with Him. You say, preacher, I did that this morning. Hey, you might need to do that tonight. Oh, how faithful. How faithful are you? This guy right here can be more faithful. Huh? And I just got a feeling if I can be more faithful, you can be more faithful. 
Heads bowed and eyes closed tonight. I want to give you a time to pray. This altar is open. Thank God an altar is open tonight to pray. Thank God we can seek the face of God. Oh, just as David this morning to cry out to God. Maybe it's time somebody cry out, God, I want to be more faithful. God, forgive me for not being faithful. God, I'm going to trust you more. Some of you, you may have honest situations going on, circumstances right now in your life where you're having a hard time trusting Him. Oh, why don't you come and trust Him tonight? Oh, this altar's open. There's those here praying. Would you come and pray? Would you come and seek the face of God? Thank God He's here tonight. Thank God He's here to receive us. God, I pray that we'll have the courage and the boldness to seek you tonight. God, to be a people faithful to you, God. God, not to worry about what's going on on the outside. God, be concerned about what's going on the inside in our relationship with you, God. Oh, God, that we'd be in fellowship with you. God, help us to be faithful tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.